<laughs> you mean to tell me that God's promises come true? He holds yeah. to his promises. I know. I know. Every time we we always wonder. I wonder if he means that one. But yes, <laughs> yeah, that one's included. That promise yeah. as well. Yeah, all of them, I, but that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Welcome to the Twenty Minute Podcast, a ministry of King of Kings Lutheran Church. We are a caring community, reaching in friendship with Christ. Follow us on social media at King of Kings CR, or visit us on the web at www.kingofkingscr.org. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 20-Minute Podcast. I am Tony Dixon, and I am sitting across the table from Pastor Rich Balvans. Hello, Pastor Rich. Well, hello. It seems like forever since we have done this. I know. I hope we don't forget what we're doing here. I know. Well, no, we won't because we never knew in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't stopped talking either. No, that's so right. Just we, because we didn't record it yeah. doesn't mean well, we have to But stop. you have in front of you, though, this is uh, new equipment. Yeah, it looks like. Don't we sound so much better? Yeah. I wouldn't know how to run that fancy machine <laughs> that you have there. Well, we'll see if I know how to run it. <laughs> see if anything comes out this weekend oh, or not. Yeah, so. you know, I, in looking back at things, you know, that have taken place in the last few months, it's just, uh, it seems like nothing has happened and yet it seems like everything has happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, the late summer through fall time frame when we here in this part of the state of Iowa went through that horrific windstorm and uh, we're still dealing with the coronavirus thing and it just, I don't know. It's nonstop. Right? Yeah. Just it, one thing right after the, the it, last it, thing. it is. And everything has been so memorable. I mean, every the elections, everything, I mean, everything just in the last few months has just been overwhelming. Some big stuff. Yeah. 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 Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> it's, well, you know, we should, we probably should uh, revisit a little bit of what, what has gone on because it was a really interesting experience for me and you were much more deeply involved in it than I was. Sure. Of hosting workers from various states who came in to help clean up all the storm damage. Yeah. And then you yourself and others actually doing a lot of that work too. I kind of fizzled out. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy to do though. Yeah, I, That's uh, the reason why the groups that were willing to come in and help out with the storm cleanup were such an important part of it because the people who are here in the community, even those who were most dedicated to the cause, I think they started to lose energy, and understandably so. Oh, yeah. Because there's just so much to do. And even if beyond the physical aspect of being tired of doing these things, also think about the mental impact that it has on people. And it just, it's exhausting. It it's is. It's tiring. And you're constantly dealing with a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it may not be your own problem, but it, it's someone else's problem that you're helping to mitigate. Yeah, and, and, and the overwhelming nature of that problem to begin with. Yes. In some of these cases, you know, the the locations and different homes that many of us went to and visited and worked on with the homeowners were not just one tree, not just a couple of trees, but the ones that we were going to, at least at first, were the ones where there were a lot of trees down. There was a lot of damage. And when you drive around our community still, much of the tree debris is gone and forgotten, but the damage to the buildings, homes, 
uh, is much of it's still there. You still see a lot of tarps on roofs. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed. And uh, there's a tremendous amount of work yet to be done for many families, many homeowners, and the damage out in the in the countryside was equally devastating, and and uh, uh, crops that were blown down, and you know we're just kind of rehearsing all of that now, but it it seems all fresh in our minds yet. Yeah. Uh, even though it was three months ago when the storm hit. So. Man, three months. I know. Holy cow. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. That's what I say. It seems like there's just been everything crammed yeah. all together in this this short time frame. Does it feel to you like, because I get this feeling a little bit, like you lost several months of your life. You know, that's kind of what it seems like to me is you first think about things shutting down with COVID mm-hmm. when around March of this in the spring. Yep. And then I think about the fact that there's like all of this, we didn't do all of the things we would normally have done during the summer months. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did fewer things during the now fall months. And then you introduce into that as well, the chaos around the storm. And that's another three months. And I'm beginning to think, like, how did we get into November? Yes. What happened? <laughs> who, who stole 2020 from me? That's right. Uh, and maybe I didn't want it to yeah. begin with, but I don't know, you know? <laughs> it, didn't, it seemed like it didn't start out that bad. But, boy, when it started downhill, it did not slow down at all. Yeah. And here we are near, almost near the end of the year um, already, and um, everyone's hoping to, to say goodbye. But on the other hand, it did provide an opportunity for a lot of the members of our congregation and others as well, those who came in to help and also our members who hosted them and did work in order to provide for the workers, an opportunity to do things out of Christian love that they would not have had otherwise. Yeah. There were certainly many more opportunities, and that was the coolest part about being involved in this entire process for me was not necessarily making that connection myself with the people who were helping in the community, but seeing that connection happen between these groups that were coming in. You know, and for me, uh, primarily the groups that I was working with were the younger ones, mm-hmm. the youth groups and college age groups that wanted to come and help. And, you know, so we helped line up things here and we hosted them here. Sure. Uh, and uh, which uh, all of our staff, yourself included, were a part of, of making that happen and members of our congregation as well. Uh, but to be able to see those young people go out into the community and connect. Some of the homes that we went to were our own members from King of Kings. Sure. Many of them not. But to be able to see them go, for some reason, there's this misconception. I think it's a misconception. The young people don't do this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, what, what, what are you doing? Why did you come here? Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't you have something better to be doing? Type yeah. of thing. Yeah. And and they just they they love being here and helping out. And we had, I don't know, we had seven groups that came in at least that were younger people, and they loved it. And mm-hmm. they loved being able to come and help in a meaningful way. And most importantly, they love being able to to just share in that moment of Christ-like service to someone else. Yeah. They, they didn't know. They had had no connection with them before. And there was one group that came in, and they're from uh, Indiana, and at each home that they went to, yeah, they, on their own, decided that when they were finished with the work, they would pray with the homeowner 
kind of surround them and they ask them if that was okay. You know, for some of the people, mm-hmm. maybe they weren't as comfortable with that, but they asked if they would be. And they surrounded them and just prayed for them. And thank God for the blessing of being able to come in and work and get to know them and bless them in that way. Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that, you know, you're right. There's a lot that's happened, even though it seems like it's kind of the same stuff over and over again. But yeah. that's the kind of stuff that I think we got to hold on to. Yeah. Because, yeah, the there's so much devastation. There's a sense of uh, maybe hopelessness, especially with all of the stuff that's happened this year. But you look at those types of instances and how God's been at work through these individuals and through this terrible situation, and we're reminded of his faithfulness and his His love and how his body is active mm-hmm. through us, through the church. Yeah, it was sort of unfortunate. Now, for those who are not familiar with uh, how devastating this derecho, as they call it, um, <laughs> a windstorm, 140-mile-an-hour oh. wind that came through, uh, in in early August, uh, how devastating that was. But the initial reaction and response from people was that resurfacing of community mm-hmm. that is so easily disrupted and disturbed. And uh, of course, the political season was already well underway at that time. And and for a, a brief moment, relatively speaking, uh, people put that kind of division behind themselves and uh, worked together on um, helping one another out, doing what they could. You know, what would really be probably good is that that we actually have all the electricity turned off for one week every month. <laughs> uh, and just so people have to <laughs> actually go, go over and uh, visit with their neighbors well, and you that know, sort of thing. That's a, uh, th- that's a thing that they do, you know, for one night. Have you yes, heard of that? The, yeah. the national, what is it, lights out or lights blackout out. or yeah, something black, like that? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Where you're supposed to do that sort of thing and mm-hmm. unplug and go outside and get to know your neighbors for one day a year, yeah. I guess. If you didn't have to find your way through a jungle of downed branches and blown off uh, shingles, yeah. it would be a lot easier. <laughs> I'd but, say so, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's one of those ways that, that uh, we see God working uh, for good through all circumstances. And we easily and quickly sometimes forget those lessons, Yeah, but they're there. And so uh, we did for a brief time, a couple of weeks, at least, uh, maybe even a couple of months. We saw people coming together and working together, uh, getting to know one another and looking out for one another uh, in ways that they had not done for a long time. Yeah. That may bring us to, this is a good point to mention, I guess, the elephant in the room, which is we haven't done a podcast for a couple months, right? (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) You know, and this is something that Pastor Rich and I have both talked about. Like, we enjoy doing this. This is a highlight of our week when we're able to do it. But when it came down to it, we sat down as a staff and had determined that our primary focus, our goal, at least for the time being back in August, was to focus on equipping people to go out into the community and serve and yeah. clean up the mess. And so that's kind of all all eyes shifted to that. And uh, although we've missed doing this, yeah. you know, it's it's it was worthwhile to take a pause on other things and to go and to do that. Get out and reconnect, reestablish why we're here to begin with as people 
Uh, it's nice to connect through a podcast. Uh, it's better face to face. Yeah, they don't have to download you when you're face to face. That's right. Plus, yeah. they have to they, unless they want to run off. They have to listen to, to yeah, yeah, uh, as you're speaking. But beyond that, though, it it is. It's good for us to break the mold occasionally and uh, try something new or be forced to do something new. Uh, I'm one of those people that I can pretty easily slip into a into a routine. And uh, if you don't break that routine at times, you miss a lot. Sure. You, you not only miss opportunities, uh, but you just miss out on, on living. It's so easy to come home, flop down in a chair and uh, fall asleep early and then wake up and go to bed and all that kind of thing. Which <laughs> is That doesn't kind of, sound so bad. Kind of it? typical for <laughs> people my age anyway. Oh, but, yeah, uh, for people your age. Yeah, okay. people my age. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. Yeah, that's right. But uh, it's good for us to be forced to, to get out of, the, uh, out of our routines and, uh, and have to do something that's uh, maybe even a little new or, or challenging or even threatening in some way to uh, what we have what we've experienced previously. It's just, it's just like when, you know, I, I remember back— uh, years Uh-oh. before I was a pastor. He's and got this look no, on his I've face. Got, no, it, it's not a bad story, <laughs> but it's just, uh, you, you know, you, you sign up for the evangelism team at church. Okay. And, you've, and, and that's, not, that's not like witnessing in your day-to-day life. This is like going out and, and, and visiting people who have, you know, maybe visited your congregation or someone has suggested they are uh, spiritual conflict or something like that. And then, uh, what am I going to say? (laughs) I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. (laughs) But God takes you there. And then once you've uh, allowed him to take you there, uh, you find he also gives you the words uh, to speak. And, And, you know, what a surprise since he already promised he would do that. Isn't that funny yeah. how that works? <laughs> you mean to tell me that God's promises come true? He holds yeah. to his promises? I know. I know. Every time we, we always wonder, I wonder if he means that one. But yes, <laughs> yeah, that one's included, that promise yeah. as well. Yeah, all of them but that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's funny how we do that, though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, so you know, that, and that's what we've been faced with for, for months now is yeah. being forced to to do things differently, break the mold, uh, get out of our routine. And it's just been the same way when it comes to worship and interacting with people in various ways. I'm sick to death of Zoom, uh, <laughs> but, you know. You just got a lot of points in the young people's book, <laughs> although they're not listening to this. <laughs> but, right. but I think it, a lot of people would agree with you, though. Yeah, that screen I, fatigue is, is, uh, it is kicking in it big is. time. And, and b- maybe by the time this is all over with, we will say, Somebody, we will have have weaned ourselves a little bit away from so much screen time and uh, in favor of, of a little more personal interaction. I don't think that'll be the case, but you never know. Maybe for some and not yeah. others. I think there's actually some credibility to that thought for sure yeah. because I've already I've started to see that. I, jokingly, I was talking about our younger people and—, and them being tired of screens, but that's a very real thing that's happening right now. When you think about the fact that our students are doing, s- several of them are doing at least part of school, if mm-hmm. not all of school online. That's m- the way that many of them communicated with friends and family before, but now it's one of the only ways to. Yeah. And uh, now going to church and doing all these other things. If you've got somebody that's not really going out a whole lot, 
that's their only way to connect. That gets to be a, a bit much. It does. It does. And you miss that personal interaction. I mean, between the screens and the masks, there's so much communication that is lost yeah. in right now uh, uh, between people that it's hard to sometimes know if, if the message is getting through or if I'm receiving the message that's being sent because we don't see one another's faces uh, yeah. as well. Uh, we don't pick up on some of their inflections in, in voice and and all of those things, and it can lead to misinterpretation and, <laughs> and a lot of angst that's unnecessary. It, where that was already probably uh, at some level starting to take place anyway in some cases, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, communication to begin with is a really challenging thing for many of us. I mean, that's changed. Mm-hmm. And it's such an important part of who we are and being able to communicate and both communicating to someone and then also listening to what they're saying. That is, I think, what we're seeing in, in all of this yeah. is uh, that we're, we're not very good at that. You deal with, um, and I know you're not a teacher, but we rely so much on people's facial expression yeah. to gauge understanding, receptivity, rejection, you know, uh, questioning, all of those things. <laughs> and <Yep. laughs> uh, when you have nothing but the eyeballs <laughs> yeah. to gauge those things, it makes it very difficult. Yeah, it is very challenging. But through all of this and the entire process, and, you know, we're still in the midst of it too. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, especially with the COVID stuff. It, it's amazing to see how people adapt, how people find ways to communicate in new and different mm-hmm. ways, how people find ways to care for each other. And um, I mean, even for us here, we've talked about this a little bit, I think. I think I remember talking about this on one of our previous podcasts, but even finding ways to share the gospel yeah. you know, differently. Uh, because as of right now, we, we kind of have to, but yeah. we can. We still can. It's still possible. It yeah. is possible. And it, I think that's important for us all to remember is that just because we're used to doing it one way, or maybe we prefer doing it one way, or the old way, mm-hmm. the comfortable way, that uh, that's not the only way that, that it can or should be done. There are different opportunities that we have out there. Oh, you wise young man, you. Well, I figured I couldn't let everybody just always think that I'm the doofus sitting over here cracking all the jokes. So <laughs> well, that's and, and that is, I can attest to that. Tony and I just spent what was it? Six hours in a in a van together the other day. <laughs> driving, uh, driving driving over to uh, yeah, over to Central Iowa yeah. and back. So and we had lots of opportunities to uh, talk. You think we would have come up with something to discuss on this podcast, wouldn't you? You know, that was the interesting thing about uh, when we returned. There were some others here at church that they said, oh, well, what'd you guys, t- did you just joke the whole time? And and uh, what, do you remember how you responded? What, do you, what did you guys talk about? That was the question. Yeah. And what did you say? Jesus. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We did. Isn't that great? We'd, we, yeah. didn't, we didn't have to, we didn't have to even guess. It, there was no guesswork at all. We yeah. didn't have to make it up. It was a good opportunity for us to communicate and talk through some things yeah. as well. And honestly, it was, it was a, uh, a good chance for us to kind of, I don't know if I want to say debrief, but there's been a lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. and we don't always take the time to sit down um, with others in our lives and talk through some of that yeah. stuff and kind of process 
you know, whether that be this the storm cleanup stuff or things going on in our world otherwise. Yep. And there are a lot of those things right now. Yeah. So it's good to to interact with one another. <laughs> communicate. That's, I suppose so. Yeah, it is. As a it matter is. of fact. So it's good to talk with our Heavenly Father too. You want to do that for us as we close today? I suppose I can handle that. Okay, yeah. Let's good. pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity that you've given us today to be back together with those who are listening. Lord, we thank you that you have blessed us with uh, opportunities in our lives to share your love and to uh, serve our brothers and sisters in our communities and in our world. And so, Lord, I pray that you would help us continue to do those things, help us to find ways to communicate, um, to be able to share things that are on our hearts with people around us and the things that are important to us, as well as listen to what others have to say. Lord, and ultimately, through all of that, we just we pray that you would continue to speak through us. We pray that your gospel would continue to be declared and that people would find hope in you even in the most hopeless situations. Uh, Lord, we thank you once again. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, we've uh, we've caught everybody else up, so I suppose we're good for another three months. Yeah, see, I was going to see that would be November, Jan, February. Yeah, yeah somewhere. That's, that'll be the one-year mark for us. <laughs> that's right. We started hey, that's in right. February. We have an anniversary that'll be coming Next up. show is the anniversary show. <laughs> Yeah.